I'm sorry. Sorry for what? For getting you in trouble with Ned and his friends. You're worth it. Welcome to the next four Karate Kid Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the next Karate Kid for crash landing minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us again today are Alice and Kondra. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Hiya to you all. <laughs> hiya. <laughs> Hello and hiya. And Kondra just informed me that uh, I've been mispronouncing her name throughout the entire Monday. So I am uh, red in the face and she's totally obliged to call me Ro- uh, Robine uh, the rest of the week. <laughs> totally fine. Robin Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not, yes. A, not a big deal. <laughs> Apologies. Today we are talking about minutes 88 to 92 of the next Karate Kid. They begin with teleportation and end with romanticization. I tried. Uh, we, we pick up where we left off on Monday with the beginnings of the dance. And we open on a wide shot of the entire dance. And if you look close, you can see Julie and Eric dancing away right in the middle before they even show up to the dance. <laughs> what the? Doppelgangers. So... Then the very next shot is them walking in for the first time. So there's the teleportation. They danced, and then they're all like, you know what? We didn't make a good enough entrance, and the camera didn't pick it up. So, uh... and it's something uh, again, yeah. <laughs> it is something about uh, uh, the Karate Kid movies trying to capture dances correctly because uh, in the first Karate Kid, I remember Johnny Lawrence did a bit of teleportation uh, during the the country club dance uh, with Allie. We got some music blaring. We all, we, we, are we liking this early 90s, late 80s uh, dance club music? Always. <laughs> this this was the reason I had to look up what year it came out. Because I was like, <laughs> where are we in time? This is still the 80s. Because they're still dressed like the 80s, except uh-huh. for a couple people. And then I was like, but it is the 90s. Yeah, it's the 90s. It's like if you weren't wearing flannel, you were still trying to get out of the 80s <laughs> they just the hair is still real big as like yeah. some people really took a comb to their hair yeah, like it, it wasn't like a, a hard stop on the 80s fashion and music in 89 you know it hit 90 <laughs> and it still bled through and i forget oh. that part that's how time works <laughs> yeah there's not like somebody some person like baby new year's like okay everybody come on get rid of your day glow come on <laughs> throw the hairspray out um but yeah, the the song going on here. I think I'm in trouble. Uh, this is uh, this band is called Expose. Does does anybody remember or know anything about Expose except for me, an old person? <laughs> no. Uh, this is the eighth most successful girl group of all time, according to Billboard. What? Uh, yes. Uh, I actually did love this band when they first came out. I was, I was a young man, you know? Uh, but if you want to hear some great eighties dance sets, they, they originally started in the eighties, uh, check out, uh, point of no return. Come go with me. And what you don't know, all great. Uh, they even had a ballad that hit number one called Se- seasons change. I don't know if that. Those stirs. are starting to sound a little familiar. <laughs> yeah. They were Just... pretty big, pretty big for yeah. like two albums. And then, uh, it's funny. I think I'm in trouble was pretty apropos because that was on their third album, which was not successful. And then they got dr- dropped by Arista records. Uh, so they were in trouble. Um, <laughs> womp womp. It's also a good warning for Julie and Eric. Maybe they piped this song as a dance to warn them that if you are in a karate kid film and the lead protagonist goes to the dance, 
there's probably going to be a fight soon. (laughs) And it's usually a brutal one. Um, But yeah, as I'm looking around this dance, I am thinking to myself how movies are made and how they definitely are not hearing the song that's playing. (laughs) They're just all doing their own thing. For sure. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, the dance, full swing. For some reason, there's prom photos being taken in the middle of the floor, in the middle of the dance floor. Hmm. <laughs> uh, for location, the exterior is still Brookline High School, where we did all the Julie's break-in stuff. But the interior is the gymnasium at uh, Tufts University. What so, was that word you just said? Tufts? No, gym. <laughs> Gymnasium. Gymnasium. Oh, gymna- gymnasium. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, yeah. It's it's the fancy rich version of it. <laughs> gymnasium. Uh, Tufts has definitely redone their their building since then. Um, oh, I went familiar? to school and I went to school in, uh, just outside of Boston. So oh. I'm from I'm from New England. I spent a, I've spent a lot of time in the city of Boston. So this is Cosense. I'm sure I'm, I'm not trying to sound like Belky here, but it's C O U S E N S, Cousins Gym. Uh, sorry, Gymnasium. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, as we uh, as they head to the dance floor, that's when the slow song kicks in, and uh, this song is called "In Your Eyes." What? What? <laughs> <laughs> not by phil collins not, uh, no, th- that's uh peter gabriel thank oh you. i'm sorry well actually <laughs> i'm sorry it's okay uh, came out no, before not... i was born so i don't know oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, this is not peter gabriel this is clayto escobedo uh <laughs> and uh i not much is out there for the, an album release or any sort of stuff about clayto but does clayto escobedo sound familiar to anybody here no, no. nobody's name should rhyme <laughs> i probably could be pronouncing it wrong you know i have no idea it could be clito escobedo i have no idea <laughs> still uh, rhymes oh yeah clito escobedo okay <laughs> clito or clayto i'm sorry uh i I'm, re- I'm pronouncing it because uh he is currently in clito Oh, it could be Cleto and the Claytones, or it could be Cleto and the Claytones. I have no idea. But does that band sound familiar? No. 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 Since 2003, Cleto and the Claytones <laughs> are the house band for Jimmy Kimmel Live. So oh. that's mm. who's that's who's uh, crooning over uh, Julie and Eric's slow dance. Gone up in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, nine years later, I guess, Jimmy Kimmel's been, it's, I, some of these talk shows, I'm like, yeah, that's just started a couple of years ago. And you're like, oh, like Jimmy Fallon's been doing this for like 20 years. What? Uh, uh, I have no idea, but uh, all right. So before they dance, Julie uh, does this thing where she reaches both arms out one at a time, kind of like the, the Kata trying to configure herself. And Eric is naturally confused because uh, she's not saying anything. Everything about her confuses him. But I think, he, I think he likes that. Yeah. Keeps you on your toes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. At least she didn't have to waltz. I thought that was so hilarious earlier. Like, well, what if I have to, what if I need to do a waltz? What? Yeah. You mean a waltz? You're just going to slow dance and then fast yeah. dance, you know? They didn't put on fascination at the dance. Uh, <laughs> they put on Cleto. 
Not not net. Not, not, I mean, maybe you could waltz. Nah, I don't think you. All right, just doing, gonna do a square dance now. I thought she was going to start <laughs> yeah. to try to you know initiate the waltz and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, we just kind of bob back and forth. We're just high schoolers. We don't need to do yeah. fancy fancy dance. <laughs> um. So. Uh, Julie still feels guilty because she thinks that she's the only reason Ned keeps uh, threatening Eric. Uh, but he just uh, he just says you're worth it, which I think is nice. Um, Julie, I think, has some uh, self-confidence issues. You know, in the previous scene where she's talking to Miyagi about Eric asking her, and she's like, well, it was nice to be asked, you know. I think she's not used to being the center of attention or I don't know. Um, but I and- also think he could, he could have diverted it and it's like this, like not, ha- it's, it has nothing to like take her out of the equation entirely and be like, no, nothing to do with you. This is me and him. You are not That's an object to be one between <laughs> this guy and me. You're your own person. Yes. And I'm sorry you feel that way. Absolutely. I mean, and he did so good when he got kicked off the team. He didn't actually say to her like, oh, it's because of that phone call. Um, mm-hmm. and, but yeah, it, it is kind of weird. You're right. He does kind of uh, indulge a little bit in like, oh, she feels bad. I'm going to say, yeah, it is your fault, but <laughs> you are worth it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, then we see Dugan uh, glowering down from... I don't know, his chaperone spot. Uh, it must suck to be to chaperone if you just hate kids. <laughs> um, or yeah, you I'll... love it. Or you love it because you, like, enjoy ruining their fun. <laughs> yes, like, right. Break it up, you two. You're too close. <laughs> uh, and with a very cringy gong blast, we now cut back to the bowling alley. <laughs> but... I mean, besides that, it's kind of funny. Larry is now converted. <laughs> he mm. wants to try Zen bowling. And uh, and the, the monks, like, pray over him. And uh, so, then he... so did he do it, or did they? Like, if they weren't there, would he have succeeded? He opened his eyes, so I bet it's them still. Mm. Mm. Larry I like that. how excited he gets, though. Yes. And the like, people behind him get excited for him. Yes. Uh, and I love, I love they kind of stick to the whole no hugging thing because he hugs the happy monk, and then he's like, and then the happy monk looks very confused. He, like no. he hugs him, but he also like grinds against him. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Larry. Uh, <laughs> um, and in the novelization, by the way, Larry then offers to buy all the monks a beer. And they're all, they all go, oh, yeah. Like, they get excited about it. And Miyagi's like, actually, it's time for us to go home. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's, uh, uh, you know, they, they – they, I mean, they based the novelization on a rough draft of the script. And did they cut it out because they didn't want monks wanting beer or something? Or – and then – Yeah. Does it contradict the fact that they're not supposed to understand English? <laughs> maybe i don't know uh, and larry realizes he's been swindled well i mean <laughs> beer in in japanese is just biru so it, yeah they oh. probably heard that they probably heard that and they're like yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so 
Uh, that's pretty much it for monk bowling, I believe. Uh, so we now cut back to the dance. And Eric and Julie finish up their slow dance. And all of a sudden, everybody's looking up and pointing. And this girl steps out and she goes, look! <laughs> I wanted to point out that that girl is Julie Weintraub. She is the daughter of the executive producer of all the Karate Kid movies, Jerry wow. Weintraub. Uh, so that's, that's young Julie. That's the only part he could get her? Yeah. She's like, my name is Julie. Like... <laughs> The carrot. Okay, well, whatever. Look! <laughs> Julie doesn't need a female best friend or something. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we look up into the uh, ceiling beams uh, and we see three alphas uh, standing up there. Yeah, how did they get up there, you think? Hmm. I'm still trying to they... figure out are they an ROTC? group like what is this is it a terrorist group what is the point of what they're doing it reminded me of the wave like the group from the wave Mm -hmm. like that that's the vibes i get from them the wave the it's that it's supposed to simulate it's like a fist on a book that they a classroom simulates the rise of Nazi Germany by like creating rules together. And then they do the, like the, the wave, like they do hand motions. Like it's um, always strong, always power. Like it it becomes very neo-Nazi-esque in the way the alphas kind of are too. Somebody brought that up on this podcast and I feel so bad. (laughs) I think it was the same reason. Could it have been okay? I was like, if it was this season, I was like, my brother also really likes no. like that. It's it's an interesting like classrooms have also done this study where they're like, if we set a certain rule, can can you actually observe mob mentality to the point yeah. where you could understand how um, Germany fell? Right. Uh, also, uh, I'm wondering how long they've been standing up there. How many songs that they had to stand up there and be like, oh, can we yeah. go now? Can we? Huh? Um, there's the whole uh, Alexa, stop. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about, but uh, it's in the podcast. <laughs> I, it's a reminder that it's eight, 8 o'clock. I don't know. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, this is a question that came up in Karate Kid Part 3 uh, where Kreese was hiding her behind the cardboard standout of himself during an entire scene. And it's like, was he just standing back there the entire time? <laughs> Um, and then most importantly, why are the alphas bungee jumping into the dance? Yes. What is the point of this? Just come in. Just walk in. To, to ruin the fun of everyone in a very showy way to get everyone talking. <laughs> they need to be the center of attention, even if they shouldn't be. I guess so. Would you believe that this is another thing that was cut out of the movie that could have explained it a little better, but in the novelization, um, Julie and Eric are dancing and the principal, uh, the, the lame duck principal they have, uh, gets on the mic and says, there is a tradition where the students provide some entertainment at the senior prom. And this year, Colonel Dugan and the alpha elite volunteered. And then immediately Dugan comes up from behind the principal, takes the microphone out of his hand and says, don't expect us to march in formation or anything. We don't march in the Alpha Elite. We learn strength and endurance. We destroy our fear. And then all of a sudden, the s- spotlights then shine up on the ceiling on the Alpha Elites. Now, if you remember the scene in the movie, there are spotlights on them. 
And it's like, did where did the spotlights come from? Did they just notice them up there? Why would they want to blind them if they're up there? <laughs> but like, yeah, the spotlights show on the ceiling and the three alphas are up there and everybody freaks out because they, they don't see the bungee cords. They see like Colonel Dugan's like, we destroy our fear. And he's like, now I'm going to make three teenagers jump to their death. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> uh, and then they jump and bungee and, you know, the, the scene. But it does like explain like a little bit more of like, Oh, this is a performance thing. Uh, not a, not a, I don't know. It was like, they were like, we're crashing the party. And actually one of us is physically going to crash or something. Cause, uh, well now we know why the prom photos are taken in the middle of the dance floor, because how else would you have one of the alphas smash through one of those <laughs> that standee there? <laughs> but, um, yeah, what kind of moron sees something below him? He's attached to a bungee cord. And he's like, I might hit that. I don't know. It's right below me. So maybe I shouldn't jump. I, I don't know. <laughs> it is kind of like, it's comical looking and it's, it's supposed to be a serious moment, I think, but like just the way that he just jumps from the roof and like lands on this, uh, on this structure and like, yeah. it all could have been avoided by just not doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and now I'm supposed to feel bad that he hurt himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the real bu- bungee jumpers, their names were Johnny and Chad Melton, uh, their brothers, and the Scott Stroop is the other. They're, so none of the actual alphas were jumping in, until their close-ups, of course. <laughs> uh, but this alpha that does smash through, uh, his name is TJ, and Ned looks more irritated that, than concerned uh, that Eric is helping him out. And, um, yeah, uh, uh, TJ says it's, uh, that Dugan said it would be all right if they did that. Um, but the other but, guy's Eric's friends, is that why he was helping? Cause part of me is like, wait, who just decides to, you know, rush over and, and help and the I mean, hero of the movie, Eric plot too, but <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. The supposedly good person, Eric. Yeah. He's seeing somebody in trouble and he's going, his, uh, his need his natural instinct to help uh, kicks in, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, Eric is just like, Oh, real smart. I think you broke your buddy's arm here. And, uh, and that's like, you're okay. Right. And TJ's like, yeah, I'd be like me. If I broke my arm, I'd be screaming in pain. Like TJ's got a little bit of tears on him, but, uh, he's holding it together <laughs> just by a little wincing. Um, there's a couple other things. Oh yeah. There's more stuff that was cut out. That was in a novelization. Uh, Eric, Makes Ned here by uh, makes Ned uh, upset by uh, interfering, uh, but in the novelization he even enrages him more by saying, "This wasn't brave. This is stupid." And then Eric goes to the lame duck principal and complains, and he's like, "I can't believe you authorized this." Yada yada yada, and it's right here that the principal, who's been you know, shouted over by Duke in the entire movie. Now he's started to realize, Hey, maybe the alpha elite isn't a good thing. Like maybe we should kick them out. Uh, mm-hmm. and you know, Dugan is not, uh, the, you know, the commanding presence of somebody I can trust, you know, that would have been good to keep in, but maybe yeah, they I... wanted to let all the hero moments be, uh, Julie's, I guess maybe. Well, the ones that are left are still not Julie's. <laughs> if they even had Julie go like, hey, you got to stop these guys, you know, and the principal's like, you know, you're right. Yeah. Like it, it, it turns out to be something that would even propel the 
uh, motivations of doing it even more like, Oh, I just lost my job, you know, and all these kids are, that I'm teaching now they're mad. Cause I'm like, Hey, the, you know, Julie and Eric, uh, did this blah, 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 blah. Um, and it just would give the alpha something else to be mad at Eric about rather than just existing. I don't know. <laughs> Eric's like, I hate this club. I'm not going to be in this club. Okay. And now he's out of your hair and he just helped one of your friends. Uh, but Ned's got it's, some sort it's of movie villain logic. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I thought like that Jealousy that alpha that got hurt would like turn on him or you know something like yeah. that too. You know, like you know what, man, my arm's broken. I'm done. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So next we have Eric and Julie walk out of the dance, and uh, Ned tries to get a fight started, but Julie pulls Eric away, and it's just so much fun to see our Karate Kid playing the cool down coach to her angry boyfriend. Like this is exactly where we want to be in the final moments of the movie, like last like 15, 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, is the dance over? Did their stunt just like, okay, now dance is over. Like everybody yep. seems to be leaving. The same oh. people that were outside are clearly not bothered. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the smoking section, you know? Well, the entertainment portion is over and just continue yeah. dancing kids. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like, how does it feel to, to Julia? Like, I dressed all up for this awesome dance, and yeah, they pulled the sump, but they're the janitor's sweeping it up, and we can get back out there and dance a little bit more. Or, or did the I don't know, did the school like go? Oh man, bungee accident! Shut the whole thing down. It was the early '90s. No, they didn't. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They're like, keep dancing. <laughs> uh, so also- yeah. Sorry, I also just don't know how Julie would have been, like, happy with one. She did her own form of zen dancing because they didn't open their eyes. She, like, kept trying to open her eyes, but she's like, oh, Eric's got his eyes closed. I guess I'll keep my eyes closed. And she oh, yeah. just looked very uncomfortable. And, like, was de- the second the song started slowing down, she's like, all right, my hand's off. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I wish I knew if maybe there was some behind-the-scenes uh, uncomfortability between the two of the actors. I don't know. Uh, or just, yeah, maybe, uh, Julie's like, Oh, too close. <laughs> but I, um, I still wanted to see like more chemistry with them because I felt like it just, that relationship went so fast. It went from like, yeah, okay. You're some guy, you're some, we're talking on top of a, on trains. I don't know, whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go talk at your job. And then suddenly like, I trust my bird to you, you know, yes. and just, like what the heck happened? Suddenly. And then the very next is like, you lost my bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the dialogue is, uh, those guys are idiots. And then Ned's like, right here, McGowan. And Eric says, oh yeah. And then Julie says, don't fight. And uh, but like, I, I, then Ned says to uh, Dugan, McGowan just challenged me. It's like so, oh yeah is a big challenge apparently. <laughs> Oh yeah? What? Is that a challenge? What? Exactly. The modern you can't version. get away with this. <laughs> it's the modern version of do you bite your thumb at me, sir? <laughs> yes. Oh man. Was it there not more really of a novelization dark. with that? Like there's gotta be <laughs> yeah. something. Was there a challenge? No? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Eric uh, pulls a gun out and uh, oh, wait, no, I'm this is Romeo plus Juliet. Wait, Romeo and yeah. Juliet. Uh, all right, so Eric, uh, and Julie drive off, and uh, the next thing we see is Eric pulling his car up in front of Julie's house in parks. And Julie is still blaming herself. Uh, none of this would have happened if it hadn't been for me. Um, but Eric is saying, What are you talking about? 
at least he's saying, what are you talking about? He's like, mm-hmm. he did say it. Then he goes, I'm glad this happened, but that's not verifying, right? That it, it happened because of her. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he says, forget about Dugan. I don't need him. I'm going to live my life my way. And she says, sometimes it's difficult. And he says, not with, I'm, when I'm with you. Aw. Gross. <laughs> uh, and as the segment ends, we see that uh, they've been followed. Uh, Ned is Ned is in his Jeep, uh, just parked around the corner. And this is a Jeep CJ7. And finally, I have something in this entire Karate Kid franchise that I can connect back to my previous podcast, Fright Night Minute, because the same kind of Jeep was driven around by Jerry Dandridge's vampire familiar, Billy. Well, that's it. It's Jerry Dandridge. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, during these minutes, I was able to live life my way. And I owe that to our guests today. (laughs) Gondra and Alice, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, Did you want to come back on Friday for four more next Karate Kid Minutes? Well, I have to see what happens next. (laughs) All right. All right. Okay, fine. You hooked me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cool. Matt, I, I keep forgetting to ask you. Are you going to come back? Please come back. <laughs> I can't leave. You locked me up here. Yes. You're 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 on the ceiling with a bungee cord attached to you, looking down at some <laughs> fencing, going, I don't think. And you broke my arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Wednesday is our plugs. Please send feedback to Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Me, 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 me. Karate Kid Minute at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just look for Karate Kid Minute. You'll find us. And if you got a minute, give us a nice rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying the show, we'd really appreciate it. And until next time. Oh, my God. My teeth don't match my nose. <laughs> what was your quote? <laughs> <laughs>